Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in the beginning of Simon Ayin Gimel on page 212. This is a Simon that discusses if two people are sleeping in the same talus uh, without any clothes on as they used to sleep in the olden days. So how you say Kriyashma, and as we'll get into the next few Simonim about seeing an erva or touching an erva, or your heart seeing an erva, so we're beginning the halachos of saying Kriyashma with an erva around. The Machaber says in Sif Aleph, Shnayim Shohayu Yeshenim Betalus Echad Ubasar Shneim Nogim Zebazeh. Two people that were sleeping in one talus and their flesh was touching each other. Lo Yikra Kriyashma Elohim Kain Hoisa Talus Mafsekes Beinehem. They cannot read Kriyashma unless they have a talus separating between them, Mimasnehem Ulamata, from their waist and downward. Says the Mishavura Nogin, two people had their flesh touching. Nokat Nogin Mishum Doz Osu Likros Below Havsokas Talus Afilum Yutsu Lahafsir Ponehem Mizelazeh. The Mechaber mentions when their flesh is touching, because then it's also to read Kriyashma without a separation, even if they want to turn their faces and turn their bodies. As we'll see later when we talk about turning, it's turning their whole bodies. Even if they turn their bodies around and they're touching each other, it's still going to be a problem. But if they're sleeping facing each other, then they're also to read Kriyashma without a separation, even if they're not touching each other. So long as they're sleeping close to each other. So if they're under one talus, if they're very close to each other, facing each other, the Mishaburah says even if they're not touching, it's going to be a problem without a Havsakas talus. But if they're touching, it's a problem, even if they're facing the opposite direction. In note number one, they point out the Chazanish argues, the Chazanish writes, Shemutu likro kriyashma, kishashofen panam lopopanam, below nigia imliba machusa ve'intzach avsakas talas. The Chazanish argues this Mishabura and says that it is mutu kriyashma if they're facing each other as long as they are not touching and their hearts are covered, we'll get into later, and they would not need a, a hefsek talas. But the Mishabura says that if they're facing each other, even if they're not touching, there needs to be a separation. And if they're touching, even if they're follow- facing in opposite directions, they still need a hefsek of a talus. Sivkotam beiz lo yikra, they shouldn't read Kriyashma. Shema yovu lide hirhur. Because we're worried that if they're touching each other, it might lead a person to thoughts. And that would be inappropriate during Kriyashma. So they must have a talus being mafsik b'neim sivkotam gimel v'oza filu p'neim zela zemutter. And then even if they are facing each other, if there's a talus separating them, it is mutter. Deshuv lo yovu lide hirhur. Because that will not have them come towards hirhur. And we said, where does the separation have to be? Mimasneim ulamata. From their loins, from their waist, and downwards. From their waist and upwards. Even if they're touching each other, their arms or their goof, somewhere above the waist, that will not come to hear her. Vidan, you should know the Bukhozet Gamkin Shiyotsi Roshulachutz. In all these cases as well, we require that the head is outside of the talus. Shalo Yehe Ainov Yuchaliros Esa Erva. We have we require, as we'll get into greater detail tomorrow, much greater detail. One cannot have his eyes seeing his erva or anyone else's erva. So besides the issue here of the flesh touching each other, that is taken care of by the talus mastic b'neim. But in addition, you have to have that the head is going to be above the talus, so you will not have his eyes seeing the erva. In addition, as we'll see tomorrow in greater detail as well, that the heart can't see the erva also. 
So in this case, it would have to be that there's something that is separating between the lathe and the erva, so the lathe does not see the erva as well. Like we'll see tomorrow, in the beginning of Simon Ayin Dalad. Look over there in Sivkotan Beis, Masha Kasadnu Od Bazer. Kosava Prichodosh, Dinira Lodi Imbidi Avad, Kora Beloach Zoras Ponim, Beloach Sokas Talos, the Yotze De Chavoso, Ayin Shom. The Prichodosh writes that if you did not follow the directions of the Machabra over here, and did the Evid, you read Kriyashma facing each other without a Talos being Mavsik, you're still Yotze Bidi Evid. However, these other achronim take issue with the prichadash and they're not so happy with that psak. But let's look at the biralach over here. So clear from the mishabura, the mechaber says from the waist and downwards there has to be a talus that is separating, but above it doesn't have to be. Even if you're nogea zebazeh, that would be okay. Says the biralach and istapakti in bo'inon sheyehi chotzeitz at sof gufam. That which we say from the waist and downward, obviously the main part is the is the makom erva, but it does not specify in the Mechaber how far down the separation has to go. So the Berlokos says, I am in doubt of whether the Chatzitza needs to be till the end of their guf, all the way down. Or maybe as long as the Makam Ha'erva or a little lower, it is a half stick of a talus, even if their feet are touching, it will be okay. And from the Gra who... who Shows that the source of this halacha is from the next simon. And from there it's clear in that halacha that we'll get to in the next simon that in some way saying Kriyashma when the, when the erva is revealed, so there all you have to do is cover the erva. It doesn't have to be covered all the way down. So it's clear from the gura who uses that sif as a source for this sif that the separation would not have to go down all the way to the end of the guf. Fine. The Efshar the Hacha Chamiratve, but it's possible that this is more Chamer Umishum Hirhura, because here we're dealing with Hirhur. Rak the Mamalu Mamasnav Sirulei Loshayach Hirhura. Just above the waist is not Shayach Hirhur, but maybe below the waist, all the way down, it's Shayach. If the Guf is touching, it will be Hirhur. Veteidan, I'll prove it to you. The Haafilu Rak Agvoseyem Nogin Zebazeh the Ein Ba'em Mishum Erva Kedisa Begemara Afilu Hachi Aser. And we're going to see in our, our sif that even if their backsides are touching each other, that's also going to be us over here. And there's no problem of erva over there. Obviously the reason is only because of hirur. So if their backsides are touching each other, it could be there's a problem of hirur. And who I didn't, maybe if their feet are touching, there's a problem of hirur also. It's not an issue of erva. V'tzarachian. And then he writes, When is this whole simon talking about? This is when he's speaking out Kriyashma or Davening or other Divrei Torah. But to think in Torah, We hold that you could think in, in learning even when one's erva is revealed. Like we'll see shortly, Kol Shekem Bazeh, certainly in this case. V'ayin Shom Shekos Tavori writes further over there, U'mitam Zeh Mutu L'hayar B'dvarim Shebekdusha B'Shaz Tashmish. 
That's why a person is allowed to think advarim shabakdusha during Tasha Shamita. Because when it comes to erva, here is not kedibur, and we'll see many times over. That's because the issue of erva is learned out from ervas davar, and learned out from there that erva is only a problem when there's a dibur. When there's only an hearer, there's no problem of erva. Even though when it comes to a dirty alleyway, we're not allowed to think in learning. So why by a dirty alley you're not allowed to think learning, but by erva you are allowed to think in learning? The chiluk is that by erva, it says ervas dover. So the problem by erva is dibur, not hear her. Mashenkein and mavuos metunafos, there were not mechalik specifically erva, it's any kedusha. So even thoughts of kedusha would be a problem over there. Let's go right there to Sif Beis. Says the mechabrim, hoya yashen im ishto. Now until now we're discussing two men, possibly two women, we weren't being mechalic between an a, a, a ish, the ishto. In Sifbeis, he discusses a man and his wife. So, if a person was sleeping with his wife, he can turn around and say, facing the other direction, even if their goofs are touching. But, and there's no separation, but since he's facing the other direction, it's okay. Mishum dechashiva kagufo. Since his wife is considered like his own guf, ishto kagufo, that would be okay. V'yesh misha oser, however, there are those who aser v'nochon lachosh ledvarov. And it is appropriate to be concerned for those who are machmir. Says the mishabura im ishto with one's wife. Mishum de ishto kagufo. V'rogil ba v'lakehurura. Because his wife is like himself. He's used to being with her and therefore there's no hearer if their bodies are touching. But still he does require to be facing the opposite direction, not to be face to face. Because when the faces are touching each other, it's impossible not to have hearer. If the man only turns his body away, and she's facing towards him, even though she's facing his backside, he's allowed to read because he's facing the other direction, because he won't be having hear her. As long as no part of his body is touching her erva, that would be okay. But if they both want to say Kriyashma, meaning the wife also wants to say Kriyashma, then she has to face the opposite direction as well. Even if their bodies are touching each other, but they're both facing in opposite directions, it would be mutter for both of them to read Kriyashma. The Chazanish in note number 7 takes issue with this. The first point that Mishra says was that uh, you need Chazoras Panim when one's with the wife, you need to have Chazar's point, you need to be facing the opposite direction. But in note number seven, he brings down from the Chazanish, Shigam below Chazar's Panim Mutter. The Chazanish is more lenient. He says that even without Chazar's Panim, it would be Mutter. Even though, that seems to be against the Machaber, <laughs> the Chazanish. The Machaber says, Imhoya Yoshinim Ishto, Kore be Chazar's Panim Musarachir, Afilu below Avsakas Talas. So I'm not sure how this Chazanish is going to deal with the Mechaber. But okay, let's go right there in Sifkat Vav. Sifkat Vav is going on the other Shita that the Mechaber brought down. There are the, those who Aser with a wife. Rotsa Lomar, it means to say, Beloaf Sokas Talus. They Aser without any kind of separation by a Talus. Divreim, according to their words, that you need to have Sokas Talus. Tzarech Moli Zar Bazeh Bekriyashmash Alamito Bebirchas Hamapil. You have to be especially careful during Kriyashmash Alamito. 
And the Birchas HaGomel, that there should be a separation of a talus between them. And then, of course, if there's Hafsaka's talus, like we discussed already in Sif Aleph, then even facing each other with a separation, it would be okay. Moving on to Sif Gimbal. Now it gets to a person who is sleeping with his children. Again, all these things in the olden days, they, like we learned earlier in the... In the brachos, when you wake up in the morning, that they used to sleep without any clothes on. That's why these halachas are nogeya. So nowadays, not uh, many of these halachas are not so nogeya. But if a person is sleeping with his children, while the children are still small, this is referring to sons and daughters, while they're still katanim, it is mutter to say kriyashma, facing the other way, even without a separation of a talus between them. But if their children are gedolim already, then we require avsakas talus. Says the Mishabura in Sivkat and Zayin, person who is sleeping with his children, as opposed to the case of the wife where we had a machlokas, when it comes to your little children, your sons and your daughters that are little, so there everyone agrees that you're very comfortable with them and they're kagufo and there will be no hirhur even if you're with them without any clothes and it would not be a problem. However, facing each other and reading Kriyashma without clothes on, that would be a problem. Prichadash is mekil even in that case, even with panim lahadi panim. Vehevi raya, he brings a raya. Ubesefer my mordechai berke Yosef dachu raya. So these are chorim nakaf is raya. Umash maol midivra my mordechai. It's mashma also from the words of my mordechai. Da filu im neimud the einzar lahachzir panim. Even if you want to say that with your young children, you don't have to face the opposite direction. Al kol panim b'nogeya ervaso b'vesarim olahepech aser. But it has to be, there's no touching of anyone's erva, not the father's erva, not the children's erva, on the goof of the other person. And that would be the only way it would be permissible. If it's panim, can I get panim? There can't be any touching of the erva. So that would be mutter with panim ketanim with chazaras panim. Sifkoton ches. Hainu It has to be their backsides are there. Those, even though the lashon of machaber is chazaras panim, which is turning the face. Here the Mishnah tells us that it's not just turning the face, it's turning the whole body. So Hainu, what it means to say by Chazaras Panim is, Sheyach O'Reyem Zelazeh, their backside should be facing each other. Then Pinei Bonav Neged Achora, but if his children are facing his backside, Tzorach Alko Panim Lizar Shelo Yehei Beser Nogea Be'er Vason. You have to make sure that the flesh of the father is not touching the erva of the children, because the children, again, they're facing the father. So it has to make sure that no part of his body is touching their erva. Kain Nirali. The Rayo Milakamon Simon Ayandal Sefei the Muchach the Mesaron Nogea be Ervas Chavero Gamkein Aser. The Rayos from later on, as we'll see, that if one's flesh is touching the erva of his friend, it's going to be Aser as well. That's all by Banim Ketanim, where we are more lenient that if you're facing the opposite direction, even without Hafsakas Talas, and you're not touching the erva, it will be Mutter. But by Banim Gedolim, we said even if you're facing the other way, you still require Hafsakas Talas, and and that would also be Mutter facing each other. Says the Mishaburas of Katan Task Gedolim, Vuadin Ketanam Acherim She'enam Banov. The same way that when you're sleeping with your children who are Gedolim, so you have to have Sakas Talas even if you're facing the opposite direction, so too with someone else's children if they're Ketanam. The whole Hatta of Ketanam is your own children that you're very comfortable with, but someone else's children would follow the same rules as your children when they are Gedolim. Ach Lufim Asher Mavur Lakamam Besimen Ayin Hei Sivdalad Bahago, the Katan Kozman She'en Roy Libya. 
But based on what we're going to say tomorrow, or, or not tomorrow, in two days, in Simon I, in a couple of days, in Simon I and Hayes, if Dalud and the Ramah, that a cotton calls man shainer of the royal labia, cotton that someone that is not royal labia, hainu bezachar ateshan of yomechar, a male, until he's nine years old, ubin the keva adbaz gimel yomechar until she's three years old, ain erva so erva. There, the erva is not considered an erva. Lagabe that halacha, v'lachora gamlu in yoneinu yeshlohakil and madayin luhigiyazman. So lachora over here, when we're talking about katanim of other people, it's talking about when they're nine years old or three years old, if it's a male or a female, but not young, younger than that already, it would not be considered an erva, and it would be more lenient. Fine. The Chazanish in No. 14 happens to take issue with this as well. He writes, Sha'asa fivu b'katan pachos mi bentes. He holds that a katan, even less than nine years old, the same din would apply. Let's see halacha dalad now. So the machabis in halacha dalad, what exactly defines a child to be a katan, and what makes them to be considered bonim gedolim? So, ad kamahim chashuvim ketanim. Until what age are the children considered to be ketanim, which were so lenient that you don't need hafsakas talas as long as you have chazaras panim? Hatinok ad shiu lo yudbei shonim. A male child, it is until he is 12, till he is 12 years old, before 12 years old. Vatinokes ad shiu lo yud alef shonim. And a daughter, it is until she is 11 years old. And even if they brought Shteisaros, if the boy is under 12, the girl is under 11, they have a din of Banam Ketanim, where we have this special Kula. In year between 12 and 13, the 13th year between 12 and 13 for a boy, the Yud Beis Latinokes, and year number 12 between 11 and 12 for a girl, then it depends. If they then they're treated like a dolem, it's also without a hefsek talus. But if they do not bring shtei saros, and they're also not barabas mitzvah, that'll be mutter. But once a boy is already bar mitzvah, the yud beis latinokes, and a girl's already bas mitzvah, then even if they didn't bring shtei saros, it's going to be usher. To summarize, the ages of the mechaber, he says that so long that a boy is under 12, and a girl is under 11, they're viewed as Bonim Ketanim, and therefore you don't need to have Sektalus, even if they have Shtei Saros, or Shtei Saros are irrelevant for a boy under 12 and a girl under 11. Between 12 and 13 for a boy, and 11 and 12 for a girl, so there it depends if they have Shtei Saros, they're judged as Gedolim, Lagabe this. If they don't have Shtei Saros, they're judged as Ketanim, Lagabe this. However, once a boy reaches Bar Mitzvah, and a girl reaches Bas Mitzvah, even if they don't have Shtei Saros, in which case they're not fully Bar Mitzvah, in terms of most halachas, but in terms of this halacha, they would be considered banim gedolim, and they would be usher to be sleeping with them and saying kriyashma without a hafsakas talas b'neihem. Says the Mishavura in Sivkaton Yud, Ubishnas Yud Gimel. This is going in the middle stage when he's in year 13, meaning a boy is between 12 and 13. Once he starts the first day of his 13th year, and so too what it says in the next stage of the Mechaber, that when he's 13 and older, also it's also once he begins after year 13. You don't need 13 years plus one day, Rak Shlemos, you just need 13 complete years. The Yom HaLeida Gamkeim Bechlalak, we've already seen many times, the day of the birthday is also counted 
as the completion of the 13 years. Kigon, for example, the example that we already brought down a few times. Even if a child is born on Rosh Hashanah at the end of the day of Rosh Hashanah, once they reach the 14th year of the first day of Rosh Hashanah, when the child was born, when the boy was born, which is going to be that already is the completion of his 13th year and he becomes a Godel. So he's born at 6 p.m. on Rosh Hashanah day, assuming it's before Shkia. So now... Uh, 8 p.m. the night, you know, 8 p.m. on the first night of Rosh Hashanah the next year, he would already be considered a gadol. And that is, like we discussed already many times, the same rule of determining the bar mitzvah. That it does not have to be me'es as long as that day returns on year number 14 in the beginning. So that's already considered a bar mitzvah. And the Gabi Ardin over here of requiring a hafsaka salas, even without shtei saros, that would be the din. However, when it comes to being a bar mitzvah, getting the dinner of bar mitzvah, you have to have 13 years, posh de saros. However, the this halacha, to be judged as a gadol, legabe, saying kriyashma, when you are facing them without a talus that's separating, or when you, even if you're turned around, so that would be just with the age, 13, even without the shtei saros. Fine. Then the Mishabura says in Sifkotun Yeralif, we said if they brought Shaysaros or Usr without any Hefsik, and if they didn't bring Shaysaros and the Mutu without the Hefsik, again if they're turned around, says the Mishabura Sifkotun Yeralif, in Heiviu Shaysaros, I am the Mogan Avram Shekosov. Look in the Mogan Avram that writes, the Lufi Masha Pasa Katur Be'evena Ezer Simon Chafalif. That according to that which the tour passes in Evan Ezra Simchavav Aser Mishigia Asman Azeh Afil Lohi Virshte Saros, he says that you don't have to wait till thirteen and twelve to be Aser without Shte Saros. He says the tour passes in Evan Ezer that even once your boy reaches twelve or a girl reaches eleven, it's Aser already even without Shte Saros. The Gam Afilu below Kriyashma Asurim Lishon Biyachar Arumun Bekeir Aser Mishigia Asman Azeh. And also he says, forget Kriyashma, which this sermon is talking about, saying Kriyashma when you're in close, close, close proximity to these people, when you're undressed. But the Torah says, even without Kriyashma, it's usher to sleep together, undressed, close together once a child reaches this age. Once a child, once one's own child reaches an age of 12 for a boy or 11 for a girl, it's already usher to be sleeping unclothed. Next to each other, forgetting Kriyashma. So again, just to end off this simon, like we discussed many of these halachas are not nogeya, because nowadays most people are sleeping in clothing. But in the olden days when they slept without clothing, so these were the halachas about saying Kriyashma, when you're in close proximity to stam another person, to a wife, to a child, and what age a child is, that's the halachas of simon ayin gimel. And that is the end of simon ayin gimel. And tomorrow night in Mitzvah, we're going to start ayin dalud. I wouldn't mind just starting a little bit. There's a very long hakdama that the Bir Halacha brings down over here, that I like to go through all of it. So I'm going to start now, the first little bit. It's really an introduction to Simon Ayin Dalit and Ayin Hay, which we mentioned briefly previously. But let's start it now on page 212, on the right side in the Bir Halacha, at the bottom. It says, Natik Pohak Doma Meprimi Godim, Simon Ayin Dalit Ayin Hay, Nitzrach Ma'od. He says it's a very important Akdama from the Prima Godin that he's going to bring down. So we'll start at the beginning tonight. Tomorrow we'll run through it again. But tomorrow night we're going to have to go much quicker in the Akdama because we also have, have to do the first Sif, which is quite lengthy. Says the Biralocha in this Akdama, Da! Ki hadin iser erva ha-mavur b'simen zeh u b'simen ayin hei nechlak l'chamisha chalokim. The iser erva of saying Kriyashma 
having to do with an erva that we're going to discuss in Simon Ayin Dalud and Simon Ayin Hay is split into five categories. Kasher Yisbar, Be'ezer Hashem Yisbarach, like we will explain, Be'ezer Hashem. Aluth, Eino Roe Ervaso, when one's eyes are able to see his own erva. Be'ez, Libo Roe Ervaso, so one is your eyes seeing your erva, that's a problem. Two is your heart seeing your erva. Kigon. What does that mean, your heart seeing your erva? A person is wearing like a, like a nightgown. Without any kind of underwear or any kind of belt or any kind of pants. No separation. Just like one long nightgown. So inside the nightgown, his heart is able to see his erva. Or a person is lying undressed under his cover. He puts his head outside the cover so his eyes don't see his erva. But his heart is still in the same rishus as his erva. That's a problem of libo roesa erva. Gimel is gilui erva. Even if your eyes don't see your erva and your heart doesn't see your erva, but your erva is revealed, that's a separate iser. A person is walking in his house naked. Even though he sticks his head outside the window of the house. And he has, a, let's say, a tight shirt on, so his heart is covered, so his heart doesn't see his erva. There's no problem of his eyes or his heart seeing his erva. There's still an iser of his erva being revealed. Dalud, eno roa ervas chavero. Problem number four is a person's eyes seeing the erva of another person. Ve'en chiluk ben ervas Yisraelo akum. It doesn't matter if it's another Jew or it's a guy. Ve'afilu katan ben teishok tana ba'shalosh. It doesn't matter if it's a boy under nine, it's a boy over nine, or a girl over three. Upshita me'isha. Sometimes it's a man seeing the erva of an isha. That's obvious. Ve'en eishas ish, ve'en penuya. Whether she's married or she's single, if one's eyes see in any erva, he cannot say kriyashma. That we'll see uh, more details about. And hey is libo roa ervas chavero. Besides your heart and your eyes seeing your own erva, your eyes and your heart can't see an erva of someone else. Fine. Vihinei. Let's just try to get to the bottom of the page. Be'enov roa ervaso da'os alef o'os dalid. Be'roa ervas chavero. When one's eyes see an erva, whether it be his own erva or someone else's erva, that is an iser midaraisa. To say kriyashma or dvarim shepakdusha, when you see in any erva, that's aser minatora. Diksiv lo yire b'cha ervas davar. Likros kriyashma olasok b'divrei Torah udvar kedusha. The imkena kore kriyashma viroa erva, one who says kriyashma while he sees an erva, over belav minatore, he's over alav da araisa, vu adin kol shavar davar shabakdusha, it's not limited to kriyashma, any davar shabakdusha, avol hir hur mutter be erva, but thinking across from an erva, that is okay. However, if you're being yotze by hearing someone else, it's as if you're saying it, that would be aser by an erva because that's considered a dibur. Now, why is hero okay? We explained it last time. Look at note number one. The reason why thinking in Torah across from an erva is okay, the Mishibu is going to tell us later on because the Pasuk says, Erva's dover, dibur is aser across from an erva. 
not hear her. And therefore here we saw the Berlacha, that's why Deretash Shamita, hear her is mutter, and across from any erva, even though Dibur is aser, hear her is mutter. Those are the five categories, and Mr. Shem will, will continue tomorrow, we'll quickly review that, we'll go a little weiter in the Berlacha, and then we'll begin Simon Ayandalud. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Maramakaimas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.